0: Weekly Laws Podcast, episode number 252. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference.
1: This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No, reception is good.
0: Wait, what's that?
2: It's Russo signals. Oh (sighs) crap! But this radio has a wider bandwidth.
3: (laughs) That's what you call a party and a podcast.
0: Hold it! Stop! Do you hear that?
1: Welcome to the weekly lost edition of the Generally Speaking
2: production network. Now here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the party in a podcast known as the weekly loss podcast of GSPN.TV. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft.
4: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft.
0: And we are here to give you the weekend review or the GSPN.TV community review of The Last Recruit. Yes. And we have plenty of phone calls today with lots of questions, a couple theories and thoughts that Stephanie, there's a bug in here. There's a bug in here. There are no bugs in the GSPN.TV World Headquarters studios. That is
4: not true. I'm going to catch it and I'm going to show it to you.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> Stephanie is now going to be distracted for the next uh, oh my goodness. 40 or so minutes as we record this episode. Yes. Sorry.
4: All
0: right. Well, I'll tell you what. We have a lot to cover A lot here. of
4: voicemail, you said? We
0: have plenty of voicemail. Should I go look
4: for show notes?
0: Uh, Yeah. You probably wouldn't have a... It wouldn't be such a bad idea to pull up some show notes. Right. But I'll tell you what, before we do that, I want to share with you an email that just came in, Steph. And this comes in from Miss Wendy, who happens to be one of the other lost podcasters out there who, number one, is coming to our GS, yes. to the to the Lost Finale Party, and also who is promoting it on her podcast. We're going to give cool. you a list of podcasts that are helping to promote the Lost Finale Party. And uh, give you some example or give you uh, an idea of how you can inform other podcasters if they want to join on board and come and participate in an awesome community event. We'll let you know how to do that. But anyway, she says this. She goes, hey, can you believe it? Less than a month away. Uh, And I just saw the bug.
4: Did you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: As I was reading it it went between my eyes and the screen. All right. Anyway. I uh, accept
4: your apology. Thank
0: you. (laughs) Although, uh, will you please forgive me? It just flew by. All right. Anyway, she goes, you might already know this, but they are re-airing the pilot episode on Saturday, the night before the premiere. I did not know that. I didn't. And she says, plus there will be, get this, are you listening? Uh-huh. She says, plus there will be a talk with Damon and Carlton in multiple movie theaters all over the country and in Canada on Thursday May 20th at 8 p.m. Really? Yes. She goes, here's the link to uh, the participating theaters. So what I'm going to do is first and foremost, I'm putting this into the chat room right now. Okay. And Stephanie, before, um, uh, let's see here, before I po- uh, pull it up here for us to talk about, you can go ahead and pull it up. I am going to a little program that I have on my computer where I'm going to make this an easy link for people to Uh, find uh, for those who are uh, going for our podcast. So Stephanie, you tell me what it should be. Gspn.tv slash what to get to this Uh, to get to what? Yeah. To get to the link to where they can actually sign up for and find out where the theaters are that are playing this uh, special talk with Damon and Carlton. I don't know. Um, Lost live talk. There you go. Gspn.tv slash lost live talk. And that is active right this moment all okay. right so if i actually go to gspn.tv slash lost live talk it's going to pull me right to the place where you should already be and stephanie you want to read what it says there times talks lost or time times talks live lost anyway yeah, go ahead
4: that's where i came up with the whole <laughs> lost live talk anyway nice um go behind the scenes of the hit series, live in HD at a movie theater near you. Don't miss this compelling in-depth conversation with the masterminds behind ABC's Lost. Here, executive producer Carlton Cuse and co-creator slash executive producer Damon Lindelof reveal the challenges of crafting a finale that satisfies themselves as storytellers and the show's legion of fans. They will be interviewed by New York Times Entertainment Editor Lorne Manley, and the event will be broadcast live via satellite from the Times Center in New York for only one night on Thursday, May twentieth at eight p.m. Eastern Time, and uh, tape de- see
0: and tape delayed and
4: tape delayed at eight p.m. Pacific. Um, exclusively to select movie theaters across the U.S. and Canada. Tickets on sale now. Enter your zip code above, which actually is is below, below. (laughs) 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 to find a theater near you.
0: All right. So, Stephanie, I typed in uh, our zip code here, and I'm clicking uh, buy tickets. Okay. And it says here the Showcase Cinemas Deluxe in Florence, which is just down the road from us. Awesome. Get this. It says here that ticket sales begin on event day. So we cannot buy tickets until May 20th, 2010. Well, that stinks. But that's okay. Uh, but he, what's, what, that does stink that we can't go ahead and reserve our tickets. Of course, if so we... So that
4: kind of takes the whole buy tickets now out of the equation. Well, if
0: we want to, we could go to the Deerfield Boulevard, Mason, Ohio Theater. We've and we been could, there
4: before, right? Yeah, a couple okay. times.
0: And we could go ahead and buy tickets right now for that for theater. For
4: there. Okay.
0: So... Mm. I think I, th- I think it's going to be fine. I don't think we're, it's going to like sell out or anything. I don't know. Of course, it says the e- day of the event. We just get up early in the morning and go and yeah, buy those tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, the next thing I'm doing right now, obviously, is uh, I am going to put on here. Um, let's see here. I'm just going to put lost movie talk. All right. It's on my calendar and okay. we are going to that. Awesome. All right.
4: That um, you should also put a note somewhere along like two weeks before. Check with my mom for childcare. Last time we went out, my mom did
0: it. All right. So basically, I am going to do (laughs) event details, add reminder, email. uh, Let's do fourteen, and I'll put days, and then I'll do email reminder ten days. (laughs) (laughs) Email reminder. Seven days, <laughs> yeah. and of course, why not do an email or an SMS reminder? You know, forty-five minutes before. There we go. You ready? Yes. All right. So, Stephanie, we are now going to turn to our listener feedback hotline.
1: Yes, Colonel Lock, this line secure.
0: Line secure. Go ahead
4: cliff
1: stephanie toy
5: this
1: is michelle from
4: texas
6: this is kim from indiana josh from california jennifer from
3: florida sam in tucson kimberly from california paul in memphis tennessee listener feedback target areas acquired we are a
6: go roger that
0: okay everybody our first call of the weekend show here is from our good friend doug Doug in Atlanta. atlanta
1: Hey, Cliff and Steph, this is Doug in Atlanta calling for the Weekly Lost Podcast. There has been a question about did Marvin Candle lose his arm or Pierre Chang lose his arm before the incident and why we see it in the flash sideways with his arm and some other uh, things that we can't really be reconciled if we consider that the bomb went off in the late 70s. I think the, the answer to this might be, here's my theory, um, that there, there was a scene, I believe, that was deleted or you know cut for time uh, in it, when the these were back in 1977, Daniel Faraday was explaining that, or was going to explain that if you put a pebble in this creek that they were standing by, the creek just rolls right over it. it. Doesn't make it. It doesn't really change anything. But if you get a big enough boulder and put it in in the creek, drop it in the creek, then you could change the course of the creek. And so, the, the, what he was trying to say is, if we change something little, ah, yeah, the universe course corrects. But if you do something big enough you can actually change the course of, of, of the timeline. So uh, that's one thing. So that's what the atomic bomb would be. The hydrogen bomb blowing up would be this big, massive thing in the middle of the, uh, uh, of the, of the creek to change the, the flow of it. Now, every time Daniel Faraday has referred to what he did there, he refers to not the nuclear explosion, but the release of energy. So he's not talking about you know, I, uh, this massive release of energy that would change things. It's more of a physics than a physical thing. It's not so much the bomb blew up and the destruction it caused and the people getting off the island and sinking the island or, or whatever did that. The, the issue is the release of energy. So let's assume that it's, just, it's not the destruction of the bomb that causes people's lives to change. It's this release of energy uh, looking at it from a physics point of view. Now, if we go back to his, uh, his, his example of the, of the big boulder dropped into the creek, changing the course of the creek, it wouldn't just change the course of the downstream creek, but if we can go with this analogy, it may cause ripples back up the creek. And so in doing that, it changes a little bit of the flow even before it gets to the rock. So potentially then this release of energy from a physics standpoint, you know, whatever this you know, imaginary physics is, could have changed some of the past so that the events leading up to it are slightly different, and so maybe Marv, uh, Pierre Chang does not show up on the island, or he leaves earlier, or things like that. Uh, or Jacob does not, you know, uh, uh, go and see the young uh, Kate and the young uh, Sawyer and all that. So that's, that's what I'm, I'm wondering if that's what the, the deal is, specifically because they keep talking about a release of energy and not some bomb going off. It was the energy that was the issue and everything is all physics. Okay, long enough. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.
4: Well, that's why I don't get it. Because it's all physics. It's all (laughs)
0: physics. All right. Okay, I like this idea that the ripple doesn't just go forward but can Can go go backwards backwards as well. I do.
4: That's cool. That That, is cool.
0: Doug, I I think that's the best theory I I think I've heard. And that certainly, that answer is not just that question, but so many other questions.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. I I really like that. I really do.
4: That's why I'm lost.
0: All right. Hey, Stephanie, I have a long-time listener, first-time caller, and he says maybe the last-time caller from Ireland. And this is Stephen.
6: Hi, this
1: is Stephen from the beautiful County Kilkenny in Ireland. Uh, This is for the last podcast. I'm a long-time listener and uh, first-time, maybe last-time caller. Uh, I have a possible theory that maybe... Just the way all the main characters have conflicts in their personalities, the island, as another central character, also has two conflicting personalities, Jacob and Smock. They haven't given us his name because he is Jacob, or the dark side of Jacob. How do I know this? Well, in the words words of uh, Eloise Hawkins, I just bloody do. (laughs) Good for the big party, and thanks for
0: the great show, Steve. Oh, man, Steve, thank that you so good. much for calling. I mean, it, what a, uh, an honor to know that you've been I out there. And do. Uh, hopefully, please don't make that your last call. I, I well, lo-
4: maybe he just meant because there's only, you
0: know. Yeah, I know. That's why I, I recognize that. But okay. hey, by the way, the Lost podcast after the Lost maybe is over. Maybe he's done is with it, you. Maybe he is done with you. It's like, listen, depending on how Stephanie reacts <laughs> to my feedback. <laughs> maybe,
4: maybe. I like it.
0: I do. I like that. It, it, he just bloody does.
4: I like the idea of, um, the thought. I mean, it's very interesting to think that he's just the evil side of Jacob, the dark side of Jacob. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like that. We've heard, we've heard that a little bit, uh, from time to time. And maybe
4: it just sounded better in his accent. That could be. (laughs) Maybe that's it.
0: There you go. All right. We got another big one here from Jeremiah and Jeremiah is going to take it away.
7: Hello, Cliff. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Lost fans. Yes, this is Jeremiah from Missouri. I have not sent any feedback in a long time, but I figured, hey, since I'm a GSPN Plus member now, it's about time I start sending in some feedback for our favorite show, Lost. Of course, we've only got a few episodes left, so I guess it's a good thing maybe I'm finally getting on board. All right, the last recruit... What a great episode, wasn't it? I know you guys enjoyed it, and uh, man, it seems like every episode gets better and better, uh, probably starting back at least for the last few episodes. So um, I'm enjoying every bit of it. I'm kind of at the point now where I'm just trying to enjoy the ride. Uh, I've got, of course, a million theories, and I love hearing everybody else's theories, but... Man, I'm just trying to enjoy it because, you know, no matter how much I guess about this show, it's it's still never gonna matter. They're gonna probably surprise me in the end. So, which is which is what I'm really looking forward to. Um, hey, um, while I got s- calling in with some feedback, how about um, a couple questions? Or well, I'll tell you what, I'll give one one crackpot theory and kind of float around, and the other thing I've got is a question. So let's start with a question. And this was regards to this week's episode. Um, Claire, when she came and approached uh, Sawyer and gang um, during their little mutiny, um, I just got this funny feeling that she was spying, that she was being sent by, by Smoky to spy. Now, I think a few people may have already mentioned this in the forum, so I, I'm really liking this. I'm drinking this Kool-Aid big time. Um, I think that she she isn't leaving the Man in Black. She's she's with him all the way to the end, and she's just been there. Maybe maybe the Man in Black had said, "Listen, you don't leave their sight. Keep keep with them." So, what do you guys think about that? It's something to kind of throw around a little bit. All right, crackpot theory. All right, how about this? How about that the flash sideways that we've been seeing? What if the flash sideways is really not? An alternative timeline or or you know not what we're seeing is not like because of their choices they made on the island this is the life they got what if the flash sideways is just the uh, is actually the original 2004 timeline that originally had happened for um, the losties you know for all of our losties this is what originally had happened and. What could be what happens is, is that maybe something in this timeline brought about what we currently know of the original, you know, of our original from season one, 2004 timeline. I know it's giving maybe everybody probably a bit of a headache, but hopefully I'm, I'm making this sound clear. So there you go. What do you think about that? Some kind of decision that's going to happen, that's going to be made by one of our losties or all of them or something will either determine changing that timeline from season one completely or letting it go and and letting it happen the way it did but something on that nature but but basically that what we're seeing is is the original timeline what do you think it just a theory so something fun to bat around all right well listen i can't wait to hear everybody else's feedback for this week um and I'm joined the forums. It's been so much fun chatting with everybody. And, uh, if anybody has to check out the forums, uh, like Cliff said, it's, you gotta check them out. They're great. And that's it. I'll, uh, just talk to you guys later. And, uh, I guess I'll throw in the last thing I want to say is, hey, being a plus member rocks. All right. Take care, Cliff and Stephanie. Bye.
0: All right, Jeremiah. Thank you so much. And at yes, first,
4: I had thought he got into his destination, but apparently, it was just a stoplight.
0: <laughs> I know it, it was funny. You, I couldn't understand. I couldn't tell discern whether or not the sound was a car or a boat at first. And then when he stopped, it's like, okay, maybe it's a. Car. It must have been a car. Right. But but then he started. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, it was just
4: funny because you heard it come. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think about like when I was recording Stephanie Stephanie unplugs in the car, and yeah. that's what it would have sounded like to people.
0: Yep. Anyway, so uh, question. Claire, do you think she's uh spying for Smock or do you think that she's got a real possible uh you know breaking free? I think free either from one are very spell? possible,
4: but I want to believe that she's breaking free.
0: Yeah. I I would agree that both are possible and and what's amazing is I didn't even think of her being a spy. No. I didn't that that didn't even but occur I, to me. I think that me.
4: that's because we want to believe the other so much.
0: I think so. Right. I, th- you I know, think you're right. I, I
4: was, you know, talking to my sister today about another show that that we watch, and um, telling her what I, what I want to see, and so it makes it hard to really see what's going on when you already have an idea of the outcome that you want. Right. So
0: now Jeremiah considers his theory a crackpot theory, but I don't. I don't like calling that a crackpot theory. I think it's a valid theory. Rhea? Yeah, the, okay. the, that the whole, everything that we're seeing, what? Nothing. Why keep, are you laughing? No, please keep going. I like the idea that everything we're seeing right now, the right. flash sideways, all this stuff that we are seeing is the, is the real okay. original timeline. Okay. And that what we're going to see in the finale will be what will cause everything we've known to be true from the pilot forward. Okay. That's, it, I mean, it's I a whole cool like, theory. Yeah. I yeah. don't
4: necessarily think it has to be a crackpot either.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's about because at
4: this point, I mean, is anything a crackpot theory?
0: Yeah, I think there's... A
4: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: have you yeah. heard of about the, to- the Thomas theory? I've heard of the Thomas theory. I'm pretty sure that that's pretty far off. Yeah,
4: I am.
0: All right. Let's turn it over to Carol, who happens to be the person who does a wonderful job giving a weekly roundup of like the 10 to 15 episodes a week of the podcast that we produce here at gspn.tv. If you guys have not ever gone to gspn.tv slash blog you should check it out every week. She kind of gives you a roundup of all the different shows we've produced. So anyway, Carol, take it away.
5: Hi, this is Carol, aka Carol Scott from the community blog. I'm calling from upstate New York, and I'm calling uh, in regard to the last, most recent lost episode where you and Stephanie were talking about how you are having a hard time getting into the character of Zoe. And I was glad to hear that. I'm, that I'm not the only one that just can't get into her character. However, I know why I can't get into this this actress that plays Zoe. It's because every time I look at her, I see Tina Fey, especially as the character she plays on uh, 30 Rock, Liz Lemon, if you've ever seen that show. Every time I see her on screen right away, I think it's Tina Fey. And Tina Fey just cannot pull off lost character geophysicist Maverick to me, so and I'm sorry, now i probably ruined it for you guys, too. You're probably going to see Tina Fey every time you see Zoe now, too. So anyway, I'm also ready for her to have an arts moment as well. Anyway, thanks. You guys do a great job. Looking forward to these last few episodes and hearing you guys all wrap it up. Take care. Bye.
0: All right, thank awesome. you, Carol. Thank you for all your to hard say, work. I
4: don't think that I could ever see Zoe. I see Tina Fey in that. Tina Fey has a, like a much more overall coolness about her. Than, Tina Fey than,
0: has a lot of coolness about yeah. her.
4: Although I've never seen Thirty Rock or or you know, the I haven't seen the characters she, she plays, she plays there either. on there. But um, yeah, I just can't see. So that's not it for me.
0: No, but, but but I,
4: I am ready for Zoe to have her.
0: <laughs> we definitely are ready for Zoe to have an, Ar- to go meet Arnst.
4: Yeah. And Alana <laughs> in the same manner. If yeah. They could work that out. That would be great.
0: All right. We're going to move right on to Bronson. Next Bronson, take it away.
6: Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, this is Bronson groom calling from Lebanon, Indiana for the lost podcast. Now I'm going to go back about a week, not this last episode, the last recruit, but the one before that, um, We're going to look at uh, Locke and Desmond walking through the jungle, heading toward the well. And lo and behold, out of nowhere, pops up this little boy. I guess he's not really a little boy now, that he's a teenager. Nonetheless, Locke's really, really irritated. Desmond's quite intrigued. Who is this boy? We don't know. Here's my theory. We know nothing about Desmond's backstory. Uh, well, we know a little bit. We know he loves Penny. We know he's chased her all his life. He can't ever get uh, Widmore's approval. Uh, but we know nothing about his parents, where he comes from, what his childhood is like. But here's my theory. The boy, right around the woods, is Desmond. Desmond belongs to the island. Forget the, the island's not finished yet. He belongs to the island just as much as Jacob does and the man in black does. The man in black knows who he is and doesn't want Guzman to have the reconciliation of who he is. That's why he says, ignore him. And then screams at him again, I said, ignore him. And that's why the boy is grinning from ear to ear because he knows that things are coming to a head and doesn't going to figure it out before long and then things are going to end for the man in black. That's my theory. I'm sticking with it have a great day guys
0: keep up the great work all right bronson thank you very much and uh, you know i like that i mean i've heard i've heard people say you know desmond is possibly jacob's son right uh but this is the first time you know i've heard that associated to the boy being desmond, desmond. that's uh, kind of cool and both could both of those could be true now bronson i don't mean to say that that's that you're actually saying that you know the boy is jacob's son But um, but putting the two theories together that that's possibly Desmond and that Desmond I'm kind of liking that I wonder if if some of this is starting to you know kind of piece together I don't know what do you think Steph Mm. it's an interesting theory um, it
4: it is it is but it just makes me um, think about some of the other theories that we've heard and one that we've already mentioned tonight about Jacob. And um or about Smokey being the dark side of Jacob as refers to Desmond possibly being Jacob's son. Anyway, I don't know. And because Locke told Saeed to kill him. So he would have been killing his own. Anyway, I don't know. Just don't like know. trying to piece all that together as we as we go here and it, it, it's kind of creepy, but yeah. Um, and then there's some fire trucks outside. So there are some fire trucks. No problem. <laughs>
0: we'll, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll let Robert save you awesome. as, as he's going to talk about some somebody's constants or constant or somebody's constant. Anyway, any here, Robert, take it away, please. Yeah, no, this is
6: Robert from San Diego about Lost, the last recruit. Just considering that in the flash sideways, Locke and Jack are the constants. Because they haven't met yet, and I think when they meet that then they'll already, their awareness will be activated, that's what I think. I think Jack and Locke, when they meet in the hospital to fix, to fix them, because back when Locke had his first flash sideways, he was his, his um, girlfriend was saying, here, call this doctor, but he never did, so they never spoke, you know, and they never got that connection yet. So we've been building up to a, to a connection. I think when they uh, finally meet, their awareness will come out. All right. Thank you.
0: All but right. they met in the airport. They did.
4: That's how John Locke got Jack's business card. Yes. Because he gave it to him.
0: So, so yeah. He talked
4: about losing his knives, losing his dad.
0: Yeah. Robert, we did already see Jack and Locke meet face-to-face and stuff like that. But... I, I will say this. We've seen a lot of people kind of meet face to face. Right. And it didn't click to them until right about now. And so maybe maybe that's what he's saying is that, you know, once okay. maybe that that n- the next time they talk. But is it d- there? I don't know. I think I, J- I think John's going to have the awakening anyway because of his near death I think death he experience. had it already.
4: Be- I, th- I think that he had it already.
0: You think so? He was
4: awake for a while on the ground.
0: Yeah, I when, think that's what I'm saying. Um, I think he's yeah, had it. Yeah, I think it. he
4: had it already.
0: Yeah, but still, I like the theory, Robert. It, no, I, no, I just, absolutely, I, think, I
4: do too. I'm just, I, I was, I was confused because I thought, you know, they had already met, but putting it into the, you know, they're just kind of connecting now. But um,
0: wait a second, that's not like, true though, because Charlie got his glimpse into the other side
4: on the plane. On the plane, right?
0: hmm so anyway i'm sorry robert i i love that you called in i i feel horrible i do i always feel
4: bad for like thinking out loud and talking down
0: maybe we should just maybe maybe we we should should just play play them and not. well no no maybe we should just play the the little bit from uh the hurley the the hurley clip hold on let me see if i can find it it still yeah hold on i think i have it right here if i go here and then i go down to weekly lost podcast and I'll tell you what, we're not gonna say it, but Ah. Then your theory is wrong there. <laughs> but
4: it's not necessarily it's, wrong. It's, it's Hurley.
0: Just... It's Hurley that said <laughs> yeah, that, Hur- not Hurley us. Said
4: it. No, um, yeah, not that it's necessarily wrong. I just don't know that it really adds up. Yeah. That's all. But I like it.
0: I like it. too. I like that Robert called in. That's that's what I like. That's I like what really matters. I, I'm not sure that I like the theory, but I, I, in all honesty, but I do love that Robert called in. Absolutely. And and Robert, if you're not too angry with us, we'd love to invite you to call <laughs> us in. And by the way, that reminds me, during the uh, during the call after when, Stephen, right, the chat room was going, "Hey, we want more Stephen calls." They were. They really so, were. Stephen, if you're listening, uh, they want more. They want more of your calls. All right, who do we go to next, Stephanie? Matt Anderson. Is it Matt Matt Anderson next? It is. Why do I not see Matt Anderson on here? I don't know. That would be your fault. All right, here we go.
3: Hello, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Matt Anderson calling from Minnesota for the Weekly Lost podcast. Well, this last week we found out or we heard from the man in black that he is claiming that he has all along been Christian Shepherd. But I'm wondering, do you guys think that he is telling the truth or that he was lying about that? I have some reasons. I think he was lying. I'll list them off real quickly. First of all, one of the big ones is way back in the past when uh, John Locke fell down the well and he went to go turn the frozen donkey wheel. Christian Shepard was the one that was instructing him on what to do. However, uh, Christian Shepard's body hadn't arrived on the island yet. It'll be years before that would have happened. So how could the man in lock, or man in black, uh, the man in lock, look I like, like that. Christian Shepard at that <laughs> point? Uh, before the body <laughs> even showed up on the island. Unless, it's possible, Man in Black and Jacob are actually time-traveling also, but we haven't seen any evidence of that. Another reason I think that uh, Christian Shepard and Man in Black are not the same, in 2007, when Son and Frank were exploring the barracks, Christian Shepard showed up and was telling them about the long journey they had ahead of them. But at the exact same time, Ben and who we thought the time was locked, but really Man in Black were coming from Hydra Island over to the main island so how could Man in Black have existed in two different places at the same time? We haven't seen any evidence that he has that power yet. Um, also, uh, when Michael was just about uh, to get blown up by the freighter, Christian Shepherd appeared out of nowhere and told Michael that he could go now. He basically gave Michael uh, the... He basically said, the island is done with you. You can die now, which we had seen Yeah, and uh, wasn't allowing Michael to die up until that point. So how does Man in Black have that power to release Michael? Uh, These are just a few of the reasons uh, I think that it doesn't seem likely Man in Black was actually Christian Shepard, but still interested to see what you guys think about it. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for a great podcast. Bye-bye.
6: It's an interesting theory.
0: All right.
4: It really is, because I so want to believe.
0: That Christian Shepard is the real Christian Shepard. Absolutely. I do, too.
4: But I think it might be naive to think that um, it was. I really like the man in lock. (laughs) The man in lock was great, wasn't (laughs) it? That is my favorite. I know that it was just a slip of the tongue, but I think that that might be my favorite so far. The
0: man in lock. The man
4: in lock. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um Thank you, Matt. That, I really like that.
0: I, li- I I'm I'm not sure if I like that more than Smock or you like. You, I do. You like the man in law. I do. That is a good um, one.
4: But okay, so we know that he can take on many different forms. Yeah. Wouldn't we by be naive to think that maybe there's somebody else on the island who can take on many different forms and lead people in a
0: right? Well, he. Except he the-
4: said. Except Jacob said that he doesn't. He he wants them to figure it out on their own.
0: Yeah one one so. of the one of his reasons mm-hmm. for for kind of debunking the idea that it's always been you know that every epi- every indication of Christian Shepherd has been um, schmuck uh, is that you know he's not sure that they are time travel. My th- my feeling on this is that Jacob and 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 the man in black are eternal that they're they're timeless. Okay. You know, obvious obviously they have the ability or to give Richard eternal life. Right. So, I don't know. That that's my thinking. So, okay. but so anyway, I, I'll tell you what um okay. Matt I'm obviously I have to
4: tell you. I I want to believe that that Christian Shepherd is, is still alive and part of everything, but I might be crazy for believing that.
0: All right. So, Stephanie, what if I told you there was a possible theory that Christian Shepard could possibly be Christian Shepard in all the places that we have that we've in some of the places where we've seen him appear in the show. But at the same time, uh, Smock was not lying when he said to Jack that I.
4: Right. That's why I'm not saying that he's are lying. True? Yeah. What if both are true? And
2: that's well, what I like.
0: Well, here's Randy's thoughts. Hey, Chris and
2: Stephanie, this is Randy calling from uh, Santa Ana, California, I'm out near Disneyland And I'm calling for the Weekly Lost podcast. Uh, I was just listening to your uh, initial reaction show about the last candidate today, and I had a couple of thoughts I wanted to share. Uh, First, I want to stand up for Sawyer just a little bit. Um, He uh, didn't recognize the Anakin reference when Hurley made it, and I think that just in the situation they're in, you know, it's really stressful. He probably had a lot on his mind, as they all do. And since there was no context given, it's not like Hurley said, well, you know, it's just like Anakin from Star Wars or something like that, he probably didn't have anything to connect Anakin to uh, just in that moment. Uh, Not that he didn't know who he was, he just didn't put it together at that particular
0: time. All right, so we're going to pause because the rest of Randy's call is really awesome. Okay. But Stephanie? I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I
4: don't buy it. At this stage of the game, you know who Anakin is.
0: <laughs> and so does Sawyer. Right. And this was sloppy writing. Right?
4: I, I, I think so. I think that. that y-
0: you can stand up for him if you want, Randy. You can. And, I and totally that's, disagree. That's
4: admirable, but I, I disagree. <laughs> you I, you know, Sawyer's
0: too quick witted. I he mean, is. he's a smart guy. Right, absolutely. And and the guy obviously knows his references. so
4: I'll give you, he's got a lot on his mind, but it's not so much that people <laughs> forget who Anakin is.
0: Exactly. All right, so here's, here's the deal. We are going to move on to the second part of Randy's Kyle, which, by the way, is awesome.
2: Second, I wanted to uh, share some thoughts about Christian Shepard, uh, and I have to give credit for most, if not all of this, to Ryan McGee from the Lost blog on Tap to it. It's com slash lost. He's got a lot of really great stuff on there. And part of that, he's talked for at least two seasons, maybe three seasons, about there being two different Christian shepherds that we've seen. There's the one in the blue suit and the one in the brown sort of others-looking clothes uh, that uh, first appeared, I think, in the cabin. Uh, And so he calls that second one Cabin Christian for convenience. Um, And it really looks like these two guys represent two different sides, two different factions, I guess. Uh, One of them, I think, is definitely the man in black. Um, That's the one that told John Block that he was going to have to die. Uh, That's the one that was in the cabin with Claire um, I think, you know, he, I think definitely is the man in black, a manifestation of the man in black. The other one, the one in the blue suit that helped them find the water at the cave that appeared to Jack in the hospital, uh, off Island, um, that, I don't know who he represents. If he's maybe Jacob or if, uh, he's the Island or if he's just a ghost or what he is, but, they definitely seem to be two different people. Uh, I mean, there's no other reason I can think of that they would have two completely different appearances. Uh, There's no story reason for that, and it definitely wouldn't be a continuity error. So I really uh, think we're looking at two different entities, and when uh, Smock said that yes, he was the one that appeared to Jack and helped him find the cave, that he was, in fact, lying. Uh, he told the truth insofar as he has appeared as Captain, or as Christian Shepard, but he was lying that he was Christian Shepard in that particular instance. So, there you go. I encourage you to check out Ryan's uh, blog on Zap2it if you want to get a little bit more in-depth about that theory. He actually does address it this week uh, in his recap. Uh, but uh, hopefully I haven't talked and, and rambled too long on this one either and uh, enjoy your show and actually several of your other shows. Keep up the great work and looking forward to your recap show this weekend. Thanks. Bye.
0: All right, Randy, thank you very much. Um, and yeah, I do like the fact that the that the idea that, that the two different kind of dressed, you know, Christian Shepherds are indeed two different entities. One is Smock portraying himself as Christian shepherd and the other one possibly being something else. And I think perhaps the real Christian shepherd. Hmm.
4: But why would would Locke lie about being Christian shepherd and leading Jack toward the water? If that is the only... I don't know. I don't know. Trust. I don't know. To gain his trust. I, I don't know.
0: I don't know that it all makes sense to me.
4: No, I'm not saying that it doesn't even have to make sense at this point. I'm just going to, you know, watch the story for what they have to tell and understand that not all my questions will be answered, but... She, it's,
0: she who finds things says he lies a lot.
4: He does. He the does. man in lock lies a lot.
0: He does. He's kind of like the old Ben. Which the new Ben doesn't lie as much.
4: I like the new Ben. The
0: new Ben. All right. Who look, I
4: missed this week yeah. in this week's episode? I truly missed Ben and Richard. Was, they went off to blow up the.
0: Right, but we did see Ben in this episode. Yes. In the ambulance.
4: Yes, but not right, right. but not on the island.
0: Right. That Ben. That Ben.
4: We saw Doctor Linus. Okay. I missed Ben. All right. Can so, you believe I just said that?
0: Yeah, I thought, Somebody no, Somebody should write that down. You know what? If I, if I recall, I could probably <laughs> go into the gspn.tv Weekly loss Podcast archives and get to where you swore you would never like Ben. But I think I think you always. I left myself a loophole. You left yourself a loophole. You said in this in this season. I
4: did. Yeah. I I left myself a loophole. Why'd you do that?
0: I could because cut, I'm good. I could go and find that clip and leave out your loophole. But
4: you can't leave out the and loophole I, because.
0: And then I could say. Ah, then your theory is wrong. <laughs> no, you can't say
4: that because very you know using my my brain I, I gave myself a loophole
0: yes you did that was smart of me yeah, you're way out all right let's turn over to jackie which is our last call of the week
5: hi this is jackie from north carolina um i guess i just have some questions maybe y'all could try to answer them on the show my questions i guess is or are what who is on which side and where as far as um, eloise and charles because it seems like, you know, Eloise is the one that sent them back to the island and made sure, you know, everybody had to be there. And she also sent John Locke back, you know, made sure that John Locke was sent back and had the shoes and all that. So, you know, what was the purpose of that? Because that seems to have benefited the smoke monster. Yet sending them back seems to benefit, you know, Jacob's side and them not letting the smoke monster go. And um, I think one of the questions in the review what, or the initial reaction was about Jack. You know, is he with the smoke monster? But you know, the smoke monster and Jack's goals are totally different. Jack wants to stay on the island and keep the thing on the island. The smoke monster wants to get off the island. So I think there's going to be some butting of heads there again with John and Locke. Um, but also, you know, I think there's one key missing in this whole entire show, which is communication. Nobody communicates. Does Kate even know he's a smoke monster? Does Kate and Sawyer know what the thing is? Because Jack and Son, all them do. They just need to communicate. Anyway, have a great day. And if y'all have any answers, i know. Thanks. Bye. Alrighty.
0: Sawyer knows. Yes. Sawyer, Sawyer knows. Yeah. That,
4: that, and I assume that he tells Kate. Thing. I mean, he does talk to Kate.
0: Yeah, but I agree that but, they're probably not communicating. You know, I don't know. obviously. Well,
4: that, that's been the that's, that's been since been season been one. An overall, you know. Yeah um it doesn't really fit in the whole we live together we die alone you know because if you don't communicate
0: how can you be together how
4: can you be together right absolutely but um i maybe eloise is working both sides maybe she is slave to them both
0: Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know
4: i I don't know whose side she's on
0: stephanie are you ready to do some reading on his
4: own side i can read
0: all right because i've got you a post i just put it in the chat room if you want to just go ahead and click Murphy. Yeah, it's Murphy's Post, and it's a long one. Oh, no. I know, I know, but here's the deal. I I kind of just glanced. Oh, my
4: God.
0: Yeah, the, you, <laughs> you thought I was kidding, huh?
4: No, I didn't think you were kidding, but oh, my goodness, he's got
0: Yeah, Murphy time on had, his
4: hand. Didn't he have, like, a wife and a young son?
0: I think so. Seriously. Anyway.
4: I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> you know that? Yes
0: um i'll tell you what though i am looking forward to hearing this because i just glanced at it and did not have time to read it the other day but i saw it and said you know what we need to cover this in the show i feel
4: like i should have taken my contacts out and put my glasses on (laughs)
0: all right so give it a shot Steph.
4: okay i can't help but think that the vast majority of viewers are missing an amazing aspect of how the story of lost is told I see a lot of people complaining about how Alana died this week.
0: Not me. (laughs) I rather enjoyed it.
4: Um, In and of itself, Alana's death was contrived and lame. But her death was not a standalone thing. It is part of a huge story that has been carefully crafted and woven together since season one. They say history repeats itself. But on this island, this is true to the nth degree. We are seeing the same situations and scenarios play out over and over again. It mostly follows a pattern of season six mirroring season one and five mirroring two and four mirroring three. So it's kind of like an ABC CBA pattern mirror image. Hence the mirror reference in the final season to draw attention to the idea of mirror imaging.
0: Check this out. Wait, 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 wait. And if you take out the third and the fourth seasons, which weren't the greatest, then you have Abba. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, go You're ahead. A
4: nut. <laughs> okay, where I forgot where I was. All right. right. Mary Image. Okay. The show has always been about duality, black and white, free will, and destiny. Um The Losties and the losties and verse the others lock verse Ben, the beach verse the jungle slash cave Jacob verse the man in black and on and on and on even that stupid novel script bad twin what a goofy form of foreshadowing that was from season one to season six that is uh Jolte is at the heart of the design of the whole show and the mirror image structure of the storytelling is a major tool to demonstrate this in both obvious and subtle ways. I could go on for pages and pages of examples of this phenomenon which he's very close to. And this is actually that was my ad lib by the way. And this is actually my single favorite aspect of the storytelling on the show. And Alana's death is yet another example of this pattern. Her death I'm, it's getting way far over there. You can
0: resize your screen. I'm, I'm
4: doing that right now. Bring I'm it over. I'm bringing it right here in front of me, which makes so much more sense. Okay, got it.
0: You got it? No, I lost my plane. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right.
0: I could go on Her for pages and pages. Her death
4: replicates the death of Arnst in season one, and this is intentional. Um, part of an intentional grander and more intricate pattern. Here are a few other quick examples. Remember how Saeed was tied down on the table, electrical wires attached to him to shock him in order to acquire information about him in a dwelling place that is hidden within the jungle that is carried out by someone who lost their child and doesn't know if they're ever, if they'll ever see their child again. This happened in season one and season six. Season 1. While searching for answers to the island's mysteries, Jack is led by a mysterious man to find a cave next to water. Inside is a black stone and a white stone and various personal belongings, including a baseball bat. Alongside the cave is Charlie's guitar. Christian's body appears to have been removed... Okay. Christian's body appears to be removed. Um, Jack almost fell off a cliff while searching for his father, and this led him to the cave. But Locke reached out and took his hand and saved him. Season six. While searching for answers to the island's mysteries, Sawyer is led by a mysterious man, Flock, to a cave next to water. Inside is a black stone and a white stone and various personal belongings, including a baseball glove, Hmm. Just inside the cave is a, is a loot, an ancient guitar. Uh, the name of Locke, who took Christian's place on a Jira 816, is removed, crossed out. Zahir almost falls off a cliff while being taken to this cave, but Flock reaches out and takes his hand and saves him. Season one. Sun, an Asian character who hides many secrets, shows her skill at healing with Herbal medicines, herbal medicines. Season six, Dogen, an Asian character who hides many secrets, shows his skill in use of herbal medicines. Season one, son can't speak English, can speak English while Jen can't. Season six, Jen can speak English while son can't. Season one, Saeed is a man who is ashamed of his violent past and of how certain authority figures pressed him into service to them to hurt innocent people for his boss's gain. Said's leg is injured in the process of being caught in a trap. He is caught by the person who set the trap, Rousseau. He passes out and she takes him to her hidden home where she interrogates him about her child which she said was kidnapped by the others. Season 6 Jen is a man who is ashamed of his violent past and how certain authority figures pressed him into service to them to hurt innocent people for his boss's gain. Jen's leg is injured when he is caught in a trap. He is caught by the person who set the trap, Claire. He passes out and she takes him to her hidden home where she interrogates some, where she interrogates someone else she captured along with Jen, asking him about her child, which she says was kidnapped by the others season one hurley decides that everyone needs to know who each other is so he starts a census which leads him to getting the shipment manifest manifest with the list of all the survivors on it many of the names are crossed off having been eliminated by death in the crash or immediately afterward By going over the list, Hurley figures out that one of the survivors is not a survivor, but is really an outsider pretending to be one of them, someone who had already been on the island for a long time. Season six. Hurley is used by Jacob to take Jack to the lighthouse where they find the mirrors and the giant dial with the names of all of the candidates written on it. Many of the names are crossed out, having been eliminated. Meanwhile, Flock takes Sawyer, who in season one had the manifest to the cave by the sea and also shows him the names of candidates. Many are crossed off. It is around this time that Sawyer also learns that Locke is not really Locke at all. He is an outsider pretending to be a survivor, but is really someone who had already been on the island for a long time.
2: Hmm.
4: Season two. Desmond is waiting for his replacement and uses a riddle as a password to determine whether a person is there to help him with his mission. What did one snowman say to the other snowman? Smells like carrots. Note this riddle also appeared in season one briefly before Desmond ever appeared. Season five, Alana is searching for Jacob's replacement and uses a riddle as a password to determine whether someone is involved in her mission. What lies in the shadow of the statue? He who will save us all. Note, this riddle also appears in season six, thus mirroring season one while two mirrors five. Season two. Jin appears to have been completely lost at sea, possibly dead, after the raft he's on is destroyed by an explosive. There is no sign of him. However, later, he is found on the island, having washed ashore there. Season five. Jen appears to have been completely lost at sea, possibly dead after the ship he's on is destroyed by an explosive. There is no sign of him. However, later he is found on the Island having washed ashore there. Season two. Sawyer tells Jen his arm is going to fall off. Season five. Jen sees the French science team members arm ripped off. Season two. The survivors explored a lot of the various hatches and locations of Dharma. Several of the survivors are taken prisoner by the others and stay with them for a while in one of the Dharma locations. They are gone from the survivors camp for nearly three weeks. Season five. Some of the survivors went to the Dharma village where they lived for three years among the Dharma people, going around to a lot of the Dharma hatches and locations. Season two. Sawyer gets possession of all of the guns and declares himself sheriff. Season five. Sawyer is put in charge of the guns as he becomes the Dharma Sheriff. I have to scroll. Sorry. Okay. Season two. Ben, AKA Henry Gale is tortured by Saeed and held captive by Jack and other survivors. But one of their survivors betray betrays the rest by risking everything to rescue Ben, even though he knows Ben is the leader of the others and is responsible for many terrible things. Season five, a young Ben is shot by Saeed. Jack and others stand by and refuse to help Ben, but another survivor takes it upon herself to risk everything to rescue young Ben, even knowing he will be the leader of the others and will be responsible for many terrible things. Season two, they found their way to the hatch. They argued over whether to do something, push the button in the hatch. The season ended with a lot of arguing over whether to push the button and finally they don't push the button and boom. Season five, they found their way to what would be the hatch where they argued over whether to use some modern technology, a bomb, to counteract the island's dangerous energy and then push the button and blew it up or more accurately it imploded just like the hatch did in season two. Note, pushing the button is... An old euphemism for the Cold War days that referred to dropping a nuclear weapon. Hmm. Season three introduces mystery of the people from the Kahana. I guess. Yes. Season four reveals the truth about the people from the Kahana. All right. Season three. Juliet tries to conspire to kill Ben when he is helpless, but Jack refuses and saves him. Ben lives. Season four. Saeed conspires to kill Ben when he is helpless, a child. Jack refuses to save him. Ben lives. Season three, Ben shoots Locke and leaves him for dead in the mass grave. Locke tries to commit suicide but fails. Season four, Locke tries to commit suicide but fails, then Ben kills Locke. Reverse order from what happened in season three. Season three, Hatch catastrophically. <laughs> I can't,
0: catastrophically Thank
4: you. Implodes causing Desmond to bounce around in time. Season four. Donkey wheel breaks catastrophically affecting the island and causing survivors to bounce around in time. Note in season two, Locke lowers Kate down into the hatch flume, but something interrupts it and she disappears. And then in season 5, Locke is lowered into the well above the donkey wheel but is interrupted and he falls and disappears. Season 4. Ben turns donkey wheel, goes to outside world and recruits Saeed. Season five, Locke turns donkey wheel, goes outside world and recruits other survivors or to recruit other survivors. Season four, Desmond starts out without Penny, ends up with her. Season five, Desmond starts with Penny, ends up shot and thus taken away from her. One of my favorite, although more minor, examples is the return of Charlie's peanut butter a couple episodes ago in season six. Remember Charlie's imaginary peanut butter which he offered to Claire to try to lift her spirits in season one? Just recently in the the smoking club's camp, Sawyer came up next to Kate and offered her some hot chocolate to try to make her feel better. She asked where... she asked where he found some hot chocolate on the island. I didn't," he said, "just pretend." I had to laugh out loud at that one. There are there are other examples I could cite. This is just a few. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just a few. <laughs> this is just a few. That's funny, Murphy. Okay, this is just a few because the list is too long to post here completely. But these show a clear and definite pattern. And Alana's death is a part of that very intentional pattern. Yes, it's contrived for a reason. Season one was giving us numerous pictures of what we would see in the final season. And season two showed us many things we could expect to see in the next to last season and so on. And I, for one, think it's awesome. On this island, history repeats itself to the extreme and no matter how much free will you try to exercise this curse in quotes will catch up with you and make you a part of its mirror image storytelling nice. can't wait to see everyone at the lost finale party yes neither can i i have to say this kind of fits in with jacob telling the um Man and Locke that we keep doing it and it keeps ending the same. Yes. It fits right in with that. Yes. Right?
0: Yes. Okay. Wolf Gold, Wolf Gold in the... Uh, now I need
4: a drink because my mouth is dry. Thank you, Murphy. Wolf, uh, there you go.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you, Stephanie, for reading all of that. Uh, I anyway. only tripped
4: up a couple of times.
0: You did great. You did wonderful. Uh, Wolf Gold wrote in the forum in response to this. He says, I agree this seems a bit contrived but very cool. I like the fact that they are not exactly mirrored uh, like real life events and call and because this would simply be too easy for us to catch on to with this in mind i wonder if the lock i wonder if Locke will die in the operating room because a it was supposed to happen and b uh boone died in jack's care although not because of his care wonder if the hatch they blow up in this season will be the submarine hatch hmm. i like it a lot
4: all right, now I got to go find where I'm supposed to be.
0: I think uh, that pretty much does it. Uh, I did get a an, an email, or not an email, but a comment over at lostpodcast.com. And this comes from Marshall, by the way. And I'll see if I can read this since uh, you just did all I that reading. I can read. I can still read. Oh, well, if you can still read, then go right ahead. I'm reading I to this read.
4: email from Marshall. Yes. Let me just scoot my screen back over.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Stephanie's w- going to read this one, too.
4: There we go. Okay, Marshall. I was listening to your lost podcast, 250. It seemed to me that you all were struggling with the differences between the main timeline and the sideways timeline, especially those events that seem to have taken place prior to the detonation of Jughead. The point of discussion seems to have been ignited by why Dr. Chang still had his arm when he clearly lost it just prior to the detonation of the bomb. It appears that you are thinking that Time is linear and the natural progression is a caused is a cause precedes an effect. This is a natural conclusion because this is the human experience and it just happens to be the way things really work. Once you introduce time travel as a plot device or story element, then time is no longer linear. You can develop all sorts of scenarios where effect precedes cause. We saw in the season 6 premiere the island was underwater. The main assumption that I am making is the detonation of Jughead is the creation of the sideways timeline. Important note, just because our cast of characters detonated Jughead in the main timeline does not mean that Jughead was detonated in the sideways timeline. Since I do not believe that Jughead had to be detonated in the sideways timeline, then the island ended up underwater for some other reason." Let's look at some examples as it applies to our lost characters. Oceanic 815 lands safely at the conclusion of its journey from Sydney, Australia. This means that Jack and company did not end up on the island for 100 days. The Oceanic 6 were not rescued and Jack and company would not have felt compelled to return to the island on Azira 316. Jack, Kate, Kate, Hugo and Saeed would not have become engaged in a gun battle at the Swan Station. Dr. Chang would not have lost his arm and the Jughead would not have been detonated. Also Saeed would not have shot Ben. Ben would not have been taken to Richard and the temple to be healed. John Locke would not have been on the island to skip through time. He would not have ended up in the 1950s talking to Richard. Richard would not have become intrigued with John Locke and would not have visited him at a variety of times in his life. Sawyer would not have been on the island to end up skipping through time. He would not have ended up in the 1970s to become the head of security for the Dharma Initiative. Since the above incidents did not occur, then the catastrophic event that caused the island to sink could have been the reason for Dr. Chang and his family and family departing the island. In all probability, they left together as a family. The same event could have been the reason that Charles Widmore and Eloise left the island. Also, with the island underwater... Sorry. Do, Do you have a problem with my reading? No, go ahead. Should I be done now? Also, with the island underwater, Juliet would not have been recruited in 2001 to travel to the island to try and resolve their fertility issue. Through these changes in the past, many other significant and minor changes would have rippled through the timeline. This is known as the butterfly effect. Some changes in the past reflect huge changes into the future. Marshall.
0: Very interesting stuff. And I'll tell you what, some of it just a little bit beyond me. Well, this, even. this
4: whole little part at the end about, you know, the rippling. And just because he mentioned the word rippled um, reminds me of the first caller. Didn't he talk about yes. the yeah, dropping the, the stone whole- and rippling into the bat pa- and everything? Yeah. So, yeah. All, though, in all honesty, I have to say that while I'm reading, I'm not taking it all.
0: I, yeah there's I'll a have lot to
4: read that again later
0: yeah we'll have to read that again all right so anyway folks my goodness we're, we're over an hour now can, can you believe that
4: that's some good information though a lot of i read as fast w- as i could
0: yeah a lot of awesome information here in this weekend's episode of the weekly loss podcast thank you to you guys in the community uh and you know what i didn't oh man i didn't even get to any of the audio clips from i'll tell you what do, do you think we can go another 10 minutes
4: yeah. All right. I, I'm fine. Why?
0: All right. Well, then. A what couple, do you have? I, I still have. I want to play some audio clips from the episode just to to kind of remind us uh, some of the coolest parts, highlights of the episode. Uh, and before I do that, I just want to say uh, the Lost Party is coming up Saturday or Sunday, May twenty third. And if you have not yet signed up, please go to gspn.tv slash lost party. You know, we're desperately hoping to find a way to get at least 75 people there. I think right now we're right around 25, 30 people signed up, so... Uh, If you're planning on coming, uh, I mean, you could literally sign up for the party the day of the event if that's necessary. But uh, the sooner you sign up, the less anxiety I'm going to have over (laughs) (laughs) over the whole deal. Uh, So if you are planning on signing up, try to uh, let me know if even if you're not going to be able to sign up and pay for it until later down the road.
4: Can I can before you play the clips, can I say something that happened to me this afternoon? Yeah. Okay. So, well, it was this evening. I was at um, Best Buy with my sister. She had to pick up a sim card for her phone. Anyway. So, while she's picking out which one she wants, I was checking Twitter. Yes. And a lot of people were retweeting from I think it was from Damon that um the finale is now completely edited.
0: Yes, it is finished.
4: I got a little teary. Yeah. She's like, "I thought you'd be excited." And I'm like, "No, it's it's kind of sad." Yes. It it's it's done. It's done
0: and Thomas
4: I kind of wish that they would just like keep working on
0: it no doubt but
4: I'm glad that I mean I I I think that it's made for better storytelling yeah well I don't think I know that it's made for better storytelling but I did I got I got a little this poor little dude comes up and um he worked there he was asking us if we needed any help but I was like no I don't need any help (laughs) I was like it just it it caught me by surprise and so anyway
0: (sighs) Hey, it's, we knew it was coming though. It,
4: it's edited and it and it's ready to go.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, um one other thing, the other lost podcasters that are going to be coming to this party and or promoting this party. Uh we want to say a very special thank you to Anna in Indiana from the Jacob's Captain Cabin Lost Podcast. I saw that Amy Wright subscribed to it and has uh, downloaded all episodes. Uh and so this is a podcast from Anna and Denise. And you can find that over at, if you just head to gspn.tv slash cabin podcast. Uh, Miss, Miss Wendy uh, from the Lost Revisited Now podcast. She does that, I think, with a guy named Heath. Anyway, um, that podcast you can find at gspn.tv slash lost revisited. And of course, we have to say thank you to the folks over at the After Lost podcast. Uh, they're also actually, they're heading over to the Jay and Jack party. Two of the three of the podcasters over there are heading over to the Jay and Jack party, but, uh, the third one might, um, try to make it to our party. If not, they're definitely promoting our party because the Jay and Jack party is already sold Sold out. out. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we want to say thank you to them for helping to promote the, uh, lost finale party that we're throwing. And if you want to check out their podcast, it's at gspn.tv slash after lost podcast. And uh, if you know any other podcasters out there and you think they might be able or willing to help us promote this, please, have, please contact them and have them contact me, feedback at gspn.tv, and I'd be glad to uh, help promote their podcast in return for helping to promote the, the party to their audience and inviting them to come to our, our party as well. Anyway, Steph, let's go ahead and real quickly here turn to a couple of audio clips from the episode, and I just want to say thank you to Jeff and Indy. There's no way I could just end an episode of the Lost Podcast without doing this because Jeff works really hard on putting this together he for really me. Does. So uh, I actually have I have some good Claire stuff here. So here's um, Alana finding Claire.
2: Hi, uh, Desmond Hume to see Ms. Swedanski, please. Oh
5: yes, Mr. Hume, she's expecting you. to Have a seat. Great. And Thank you. You're very welcome. Desmond?
2: Ah, Elana. Uh, Claire, this is Elana. Elana, I'd like you to meet a friend of mine, Claire Littleton. Um, I was hoping you'd be able to help her.
5: I'm sorry. Claire Littleton from Australia. Um, Do I know you? No, but this is quite a coincidence. We've
3: been looking for you. Desmond, do you mind if I speak with Miss Littleton alone for a few minutes?
7: No. Absolutely fine. Go right ahead.
0: All right, so obviously this is where uh, we're kind of like okay. Number one, right. you got Alana as a lawyer. But do you know here. what?
4: As soon as they made the connection in the episode, I was mad at myself for not catching it because when um, Jack and his mom found the will in Christian's office, they were like, "Who's?" Who's Claire Littleton? You know, yeah. Do you know her? Do you know her? And, and so I was mad at myself for not having remembered that.
0: Yeah. It, it, it kind of caught me fr- by suppli- pr- surprise. I'm like, what is all this about? Uh, but then, of course, we find... Mr. This. Shepherd. Hello.
5: And you must be David.
0: Hi.
5: We're set up in the conference room. I've got a surprise for you. Do you believe in fate? This is Claire Littleton. Claire, this is Mr. Shepard and his son, David
2: hello I'm I'm Jack Shepard. Hi Sam it's really nice to meet you You found her actually she found us uh
1: you were in my father's will. Do you mind if I ask you how you knew him
4: He was my father
0: too. I love that
4: yeah which would be another um one of those mirrors season mirrors because here Claire would have known that Jack was her brother. And in another season, Jack knows that. Right. Because Jack learns it in at, at Christian's funeral. Right. W- when Claire's mom is there. Yep. So anyway. um. But what was I going to say? So Alana says, Alana says to Jack, I've got a surprise for you. And I'm thinking like, that's just the understatement of the century. You think? <laughs> yeah. This mysterious woman shows up in your dad's will and... You know, I, I've i got a surprise for you. Yeah.
0: I think it's funny. I think it's funny how she wasn't there for that reason. Just so happens. And then Desmond right. just so happens to bring her in and not even knowing. And not e- Right. It, it was crazy. It's crazy. Anyway. Um, it's fate. It was fate. All right. So we're going to move on. This is another clip. Um, and this one here is from David and Jack and his dad talking in the hospital. So
1: all these years you had no idea your dad had another kid?
0: Nope. None.
1: Wow, I can't believe he never even mentioned her.
0: Yeah,
2: well, grandfather kept a lot of things to himself. Is that where you get it from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, uh, you gonna be okay
1: hanging while I do this? Uh, yeah, sure. Good luck, Dad. Thanks.
0: <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. I don't like the idea of them taking away the sideways stuff. Okay. Because, I mean. It, Jack's got a son and right. and their relationship is I mean, they're they had some good conversation there. It looks like they're they're getting along. And so you want up,
4: that to be the true.
0: Yeah. Timeline. I, want it to, I want it to be the true chi- timeline. Okay. I really do. Hmm. I really do. And I'm hoping at the end that that the the sideways will end up right. being ultimately the true timeline. OK. I think there's I, a lot. I don't f- think
4: that it really matters to me. Which timeline is chosen is the true. Yeah. I don't but but if if or if that's how it all plays out.
0: here's the deal if if it ends up in the sideways is the true timeline and it ends up that that's always been the timeline and always will be the timeline, you know, and stuff like that. would that make everything from the prior seasons a snow globe?
4: Mm, that's a good question.
0: I don't know. Anyway, uh, here's another interesting part from the episode. Look just like him. Does it bother you? No what bothers me is I don't have any idea what the hell you are. Sure you
1: do. Why John Locke? Because he was stupid enough to believe that he'd been brought here for a reason, because he pursued that belief until it got him killed, and because you were kind enough to bring his body back here in a nice wooden box. He had to be dead before you could look like him. That's right. Who else did you look like? Jack, what do you really want to ask me? The third day we were here, I saw... I chased my father through the jungle, my... my dead father. Was that you? Yes, that was me. Why? You needed to find water. This may be hard for you to believe, Jack, but all I've ever been interested in is helping you. To help me? To do what? Leave. But because Jacob chose you, you were trapped on this island before you even got here. Now Jacob's dead. We don't have to be trapped anymore. We can get on an airplane and fly away anytime we want to. We can just fly away whenever we want. Why are you still here? Because it has to be
2: all of us. What? John Locke was the only one of us that ever believed in this
1: place. He did everything he could to keep us from leaving this island. John Locke was not a believer, Jack. He
0: was a sucker. I played that for you, Stephanie. Thank
4: you. That made me smile. <laughs> is that bad? I don't know. It made me smile.
0: Yeah. And one last audio clip. And, I, and this is something I really like. E- even if Claire, even if Claire is a, I, spy. Is a spy, which I don't, I don't
4: want to believe. I
0: don't want to believe that at all. I really believe Saeed has changed. And this clip right here is why. Saeed,
6: where have you been? Mm. Doing what you asked. Then what took you so long? I just shot an unarmed man. I needed a moment.
1: Did you kill him, Saeed? Of course I did. Go and check if you like. Come on, we have a boat to catch.
0: All right, so here's the thing. Why didn't Smock catch this? Because Saeed before says, I don't feel anything. And now he's like saying, I needed a moment. Right. Because he feels remorse. Yeah. Uh, I think he's changed, but I think smock's a little bit smarter than that. Why? Right. I why? do too. I don't, I don't get that. Hmm. Anyway.
4: Yeah. That That's one that's not really. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, folks, I I guess maybe it's a good thing we gave you a little bit of an extra longer episode this weekend because Stephanie and I are taking the the, the next week off. Um, Not the next week off from podcasting, though. We'll still have about 10 or 15 episodes of content released next week. Uh, We want to encourage you. By the way, if you know what a sonic screwdriver is, you know exactly uh, that there's a little blue box that it's bigger on the inside than the outside. If you happen to know, I don't know what the phrase TARDIS or the uh, the term TARDIS stands for time and relative <laughs> space and dim- or dimensions in space. Uh, if you know any of those things, then you definitely want to check out the Doctor Who fan podcast, which is the
4: whole reason that my husband will never ask me if I know the meaning of something on a podcast ever again.
0: Exactly. So uh, we just covered we just recorded an episode. It's online right now. If you just go to gspn.tv and then look at our entertainment podcast, you'll see the Doctor Who in the list there. And uh, we just did episode 19, which is our review of the of the new doctor, Matt Smith. And if you want to find out what Stephanie and I think about this new doctor, then you want to check out that episode. And of course, uh, we have several other podcasts and another podcast that I'm going to tell you to check out. Uh, if you've never checked it out before, go today, familyfromtheheart.com. It's really one of the show's that uh, really kind of sums up who we are as a network and a community here at gspn.tv. So familyfromtheheart.com. from the and uh, we hope to see you all at the party and God bless you all. S- have a nice week. And by the way, Stephanie might not be there, uh, but I believe I'm planning on participating in a lost podcast on uh, Sunday evening at 9 PM. So, uh, and uh let's see here, or wait, maybe that's, maybe that's not it. Anyway, I don't know when it is. I, it says here the deadline is Sunday. I don't know. I, I think it might be Tuesday. Anyway, they did. It's not very clear to me. But there's like a all like thirteen different podcasts are coming together. Po- thirteen different podcasts are coming together with a bunch of hosts uh, to to do a lost podcast. And it might be after. It might be on Tuesday night. So I'm not sure. Uh, the best thing to do, twitter.com gspn. Follow me on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, then you will get the update of whenever that will be. And uh, I will certainly put my... Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on Ustream, even if they're not... I think they're going to be on talk uh, But I will actually re-simulcast it out on, on our Ustream stream. So, But again, follow me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com gspn. And you'll get an update of when that is as well. So until next time, everybody. Stay lost.
1: You've followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Oh Make your reservations.
5: We're going on vacation, baby.
1: 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost series finale party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door! Don't miss the GSPN
2: Lost finale party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. Sign up today at gspntv slash lostparty.